This is your host, David, with um, Jackson. We're on my podcast uh, called Real Talk No Filter. Tale. Jackson, you reached out because you have a story to tell. Please tell me one, introduce yourself, and then get down to your story. Yeah, sure. So my name is Jackson Andre. I'm a certified nutritional practitioner, so help people get their health in order. Um, I'm also kind of in the tea business, which is kind of related to the nutrition thing, which we can talk about later if you want. Um, so that's just kind of the brief about me, but my story, um, that we were chatting about earlier. So when I was younger, I'm about 35 right now, um, around 18 is kind of when my whole journey started of getting to where I am today. So that's when I kind of got into, you know, the party scene, got into drugs, um, you know, heavier into alcohol than I already was, um, and then that continued, I would say, it's kind of a long story, but I'll give you the abridged version. <laughs> so from about 18 to 22, 23, um, you know, it was just all day, nonstop, you know, um, cocaine, ecstasy, alcohol. You know, there were times where we would go for three or four days just without sleeping, right? Mm -hmm. Just one day after the next. And there's only so much of that you can take um, for most people until you reach a breaking point. And for me, that was about five or six years of doing that. And I remember still clearly, like it was yesterday, it was the day after, you know, one of our typical bender nights. And I was just kind of sitting there and I could feel my, my intuition just kind of screaming at me, right? Mm. Saying like, okay, if you don't make a change. If you spend one more day doing this type of stuff, you're going to go down a path and you're not going to be able to get off of it. You know, something bad is going to happen. And so it was that day that I made the decision to A, change my life and then change my environment. So I grew up in Saskatchewan um, and I made the decision that day to fly out to Vancouver um, because my dad had been living in Vancouver for quite a while. And so he said, you know what? I need to change the scenery. I booked a plane ticket to Vancouver and I've been out here ever since and it's been about 13 14 years now awesome um question you mentioned mm. a lot of drugs that tell the truth are not yep. good for you um <laughs> what introduced you to that drugs is it the like you mentioned you changed the environment what was wrong mm -hmm. with the environment that got you towards um being addicted or uh testing out drugs itself yeah, so I mean, like, I, I think like a lot of people in high school, that was kind of, you know, where it started, you know, smoking a little bit of weed, you know, drinking, that type of stuff. But when I hit 18, like pretty much the day I hit, turned 18, I moved out with some roommates. And then it wasn't, it was maybe a few months after I moved into the house that they were all living in. Uh, we had a New Year's party and um, one of them brought out some Coke and they didn't pressure me into trying it. And... I think when you don't get pressured into trying it, it makes you want to try it even more. Makes sense. <laughs> right? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, like it's here. I hope you don't mind. Like if you want to try it, let us know. Right. So it's just kind of sitting there. And I was like, well, you know what? It's here. I might as well. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I tried it and then I was like, okay, you know, it's cool, whatever. I don't think it's going to be for me. But then before you know it, you know, it's around you more and more and you're trying it more and more. And then before you know it, you're just kind of sucked into the lifestyle. And so that's, that's how it started for me. Yeah. Um, advice, to be honest with you, because um, provinces, and I'm going to throw it out there. There are some places out there that you don't have much 
um, activities to be involved in. Um, the city mm -hmm. or the country itself is very boring. So then a lot of people go to drugs, they go to the alcohol, they um, go against the law and they become lawbreakers and so on and so forth. Um, what is your advice for them that are seeking that adventure or that thrill through life, but going the wrong way and taking drugs? Yeah, and that was the situation I was in. Like, you know, it was a smaller town, right? Everybody kind of knows everybody. You know, you mm -hmm. go to the bar scene, it's the same people over and over again. So like you said, there's not much to do, right? So you try and entertain yourself in, in other ways. Um, I mean, for people living in that situation, I would say try and get involved in, in something structured, you know, like whether it's some kind of program at a rec center, whether it's sports, music, just anything to keep you occupied, um, to keep you away from those circles, or if you're starting to get into those circles, to get you out of it right? Because um, keeping yourself occupied is the biggest part, right? That's Giving yourself a sense of purpose and something to work towards, I think goes a long way in avoiding that type of stuff. I know we kind of gave the bullet points of my experience and we went over a few things, but I would just really make a point for people to listen to their intuition, you know, mm -hmm. which can be hard at times because we're not taught or trained how to do that. And so if you ever feel like something in your life isn't right, um, or you feel something trying to nudge you in a different direction, really pay attention to that. Because if you ignore it, that could have dire consequences. You know, if something doesn't feel right, um, you know, that's a signpost. Or if you feel like something's trying to push you in a different direction, that's a sign telling you that you need to go a different direction or something's not working, right? That's awesome. That's, you're absolutely yeah. right on that one. Um, and saying that, was any support that helped you get out of it or was just your self-conscious that said, hey, guess what? It's time for a change. Yeah, it was, it was really my intuition telling me I had to make a change. Um, mm. And the way I kind of overcame it. So when I flew out to Vancouver, um, I changed my lifestyle. You know, I mean, a change of scenery does wonders, you know, mm -hmm. to get yourself out of one place and into another. And then slowly over the first year, I would say, I started adopting healthier habits. You know, so obviously getting better sleep schedule, eating healthier. And then I started working out and going to the gym, which is something I was never into before. Mm -hmm. um, and so I slowly, I would say, replaced one addiction with another, which was health and working out and wellness. Um, and then, you know, reading a lot of books about mindset, self-development, I think went a long way as well. Um, mentioned that. So I like how you did that transition. So now we're in transition from what you currently do now then, um, which is your mm -hmm. certified uh, nutrition practitioner. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so tell me how you got into that. Yeah, so the way I got there is that um, when I moved to Vancouver, I just kind of got a basic job, got into retail, right? Had to do something to pay the rent. Um, and then at one point I went to business school. I thought, mm -hmm. you know what? I want to get a better understanding of the business world. So I went to business school on the side, completed that. And then I thought, well, I want to try and do as best I can in life. And so at the time, I thought that was just making a bunch of money, mm -hmm. right? And so I leveraged my business education and got into the financial industry and kind of started working my way through the finance industry um, until I got working for a mutual fund company. And I thought, okay, this is it. I got into the right place. I'm going to make a bunch of money but I wasn't happy. And again, my intuition was kind of screaming at me saying, you know, something's not right here. Like 
in my mind, I was on the path to success by what society would determine success is. Mm-hmm. But there was something that wasn't sitting well inside of me. And so through a series of, you know, a few months, I kind of discovered, you know, I'm really into health and wellness and nutrition. Why not go down that road and try and turn that into a living and do something I'm actually passionate about where I can help people in the process? And so I went to nutrition school um, Mm -hmm. for about two years part-time to get that designation. And that's kind of what launched this whole trajectory now of getting into being a nutritionist and getting into the tea side of things and helping people just become better versions of themselves. That's that's excellent. Um, You mentioned the word success and I'm I mentioned on my previous um, podcast, I'm actually working on to a, a solo podcast talking about success. Um, so I'm going to throw some ideas or just bounce some thoughts into yeah, you. Yeah, um, how would you define success? Because you mentioned that there's a way, um, sorry, you mentioned earlier that society has their version of success. So what is mm-hmm. your version of success? I think success is waking up every day and working towards an ideal that is in line with your beliefs and values, right? And something that's also, you know, fulfilling you and making a difference in the world. Um, Like if you're just waking up and working for a paycheck, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you gotta pay rent, you gotta pay the mortgage. But true success, I think, is waking up every day with a sense of purpose, making a difference in the world and feeling fulfilled at the end of the day. Whether or not you're making a million bucks or whatever it is a year, you know, as long as you're hitting those criteria, I think to me, that's what success is. I like that. That actually is good. I, I, I might steal that and might just quote you on my, on my podcast then. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it's all yours. <laughs> um, so you got into the nutritional field. Um, there's a lot of things I know about it and a lot of things I don't know about it. I know there's mm-hmm. like a holistic apo- approach to uh, nutrition. Um, what type of nutrition are you more focused on than anything? Um, because I've seen people that go like, okay, um, I want to eat healthier um, by eating more fruits, eating more vegetables and drinking a lot more water. And there's ways that, okay, is organic better than not um, take these right. supplements. Um, you mentioned something about tea and I'll get right after that, after mm-hmm. uh, you answer this question. <laughs> so, yeah, so. The, the program I went through, it, it was a holistic nutrition program. So mm-hmm. it did focus on like the science of nutrition, right? You know, how do nutrients interact with our bodies? You know, how much water should you be drinking? What kind of vitamins you should take? All that type of stuff. But there was also the holistic approach to it to where there was lifestyle, right? Because, you know, you can eat as healthy as you want, but if you're continuously stressed or if you're not working out, you know, you're missing a few of the major pillars to your overall health. Um, so there was a lot of focus on, you know, stress reduction, the mental aspect of health um, and mindset too, because, you know, the mental affects the physical and the physical affects the mental, you know, it goes both ways, right? That's excellent. Um, so how did you go from that to tea? Yeah, so during the course of my nutrition studies, um, I kind of started getting into the specialty or the field you could say of, you know, brain health, mental performance, mood enhancement, just kind of things to do with your nervous system. Mm. I found it really fascinating. And after I graduated, I thought, well, it would be cool to start a supplement company. Um, And so going down that road and looking into it, it was really expensive. And I just didn't have the startup capital, you know, to get something going. And 
So I started thinking of ways, okay, how can I get into other fields besides the one-on-one coaching where I can make a bigger impact and help more people? And I've always had a fascination um, during my health journey, you know, with herbs and how herbs interact with our bodies. Mm -hmm. And I've actually got like a cupboard of, you know, dried herbs that I like to mix together and just kind of make my own teas. And I thought, well, herbs can impact your nervous system. You know, they can help you relax. They can help you focus. They can help you sleep. So instead of starting a supplement company, why don't I start a tea brand that can do something similar? You know, it's easier to get into. It's, um, you know, less expensive for people who want to buy it because, you know, supplements can be pretty expensive depending on what's in them. Mm-hmm. And so that's what kind of drove me to get into the tea side. You know, tea lovers love their tea. They're diehard. And if you can take a functional approach to it and actually have a benefit to it, then I think it's got even more value for people. That's excellent. And what is your tea company called? Yeah, so it's called Neuro Tea. Um, okay. We're almost we're almost launched. Um, just getting a few more things lined up, and about a month, uh, the website should be ready to go. That's excellent. Um, yeah. If you excuse you, I'm not sure if you is your website. Um, you said it's. I guess it's coming soon, right? Yeah, it's coming soon. So there's like a landing page up. Um, you can pop your email in there, sign up for the newsletter. Um, we'll be sending out updates along the way, just letting people know, you know, where things are at. And then once it launches, we'll send out an email blast and we'll be ready to go. Uh, do you mind if I actually put your website at the bottom? Yeah, sure. So my final thought would be, you know, learn how to listen to your intuition because it will never guide you wrong. Someone mentioned that we keep doing from a human doing and we forget to be a human mm. being. And exactly. that, and I think it's resonating to me and hopefully to the audience is that we really have to focus on human being and being human and, and listening to ourselves and, and doing that soul seeking um, mindset instead of just going, go, 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 go all the time. So I'm glad you actually said that. And, and again, it's just, this is, has been an awesome uh, this week so far. Um, so I'm going to wrap up and just thank say you. thank you so much, Jackson, for being on my podcast. And uh, like always, this is David. Take care.